All You Need To Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. It's Friday and perhaps the best thing about this weekend is that you can spend a good amount of time planning for next week. Remember, markets are open for only three days with Wednesday and Friday off. We've got today to contend with though, so here's the top news. The first phase of Lok Sabha elections was held yesterday with polling being undertaken in 91 seats spread across 20 states and union territories. There were incidents of violence reported though where at least four people including a Naxal, were killed. Reports of technical glitches and missing names from the voters' list also emerged. Let's talk about the other news. Tata Steel's European workers said they're unsure the company's planned joint venture with ThyssenKrupp AG should go ahead as the combination may favour the German firm's operations. ThyssenKrupp, remember, has offered concessions to regulators earlier this month to win antitrust approval for the European steel joint venture, including by selling plants in Belgium, Spain and the UK. The two companies are trying to ease concerns flagged by European regulators that their combined steel operations would have too much control over market supply and prices. In news back home, Punjab National Bank has, after a protracted search, found a buyer for its old headquarters in New Delhi, and that's according to a senior government official. The Central Board of Direct Taxes has agreed to buy the property, which is located at Bikaji Kama Place in South Delhi, for 600 crore rupees. Japanese firm Daichi Sankyo has told the Supreme Court that former Ranbaxi promoters Malvinder and Shivinder Singh who still owe 4,000 crore rupees to the company, have diverted funds despite several orders asking them to maintain their stakes in Fortis Healthcare. Former Jet Airways chairman Naresh Goel is likely to have submitted an initial bid for stake in the airline yesterday, and that's according to a PTI report that quoted sources. Cairn India Chief Executive Sudhir Mathur has resigned, becoming the fourth CEO to quit the firm since it was taken over by Vedanta Group seven years back. Along with Mathur, Pankaj Kalra, who is the Chief Financial Officer, has also resigned. In international news, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange was expelled from his sanctuary in Ecuador's embassy in London and charged in the US with conspiracy, ending his seven-year standoff with British authorities and launching what could be a protracted battle to bring him to the US for trial. The 47-year-old was looking a little worse for the wear after having been handcuffed. He appeared in a London court where prosecutors said he tried to resist what he called an illegal arrest. Donald Trump has said that it's not the right time to make economic deals with North Korea, including the reopening of a joint industrial park that was shuttered by international sanctions. That's a sign that nuclear talks haven't advanced since the president walked out of the February summit. Asian stocks are trading mixed after U.S. shares showed little direction ahead of corporate earnings and following data that confirmed that the U.S. economy remains on solid footing. The three major averages in the U.S. ended flat to marginally lower. Meanwhile, in Asia this morning, out of the three early rises, two were trading marginally higher. 
The Nifty and Sensex back home ended only marginally higher yesterday, apparently interest by foreign institutional investors, at least according to the provisional data, seems to have cooled slightly, with net inflows estimated at just under 500 crore rupees. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are extremely muted, the SGX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But we will start the earnings season today. Two big heavyweights, Infosys and TCS will report the numbers today and both of them will be after market hours. The third company that will report numbers today is HTPL Hathaway. In terms of stocks that you need to watch out for, Jet Airways always is in focus. Additional 10 aircrafts have been grounded due to non-payment of amounts to outstanding to lessers. They have suspended the long-haul international flights from India until Friday morning and they have suspended operations to the east and northeast markets from Thursday. The other stock to watch out is Devan Housing. Brickwork downgrades rating of the company across various instruments. Brickwork says that the main reason for the downgrade is limited progress in building up of liquidity. Lumax Autotech, uh, they have signed a JV agreement with Germany's GOP holdings for manufacturing and sale of automotive components. Both entities will have 50% stake in the joint venture. Coromandel International will be in focus. ICICI Prudential Life Insurance reduces the stake by 2.03% and now stands at 3.06%. Prabhat Dairy completes the sale of its shareholding in Sunfresh Agro, which is their own subsidiary, to Tirumala Products. AGC Networks enters into an agreement to acquire 100% stake in COPC Holdings for $5.5 million. Couple of interesting brokerages, Morgan Stanley has initiated on Avenue Supermarts with a target price of 1120, which is a 26% downside. They are saying that the competition is rising and retail is becoming an infinite game. Competition pretends risk to SSSG, operating margins and stock valuation. Now the bull case target that they have given is 1850, which is a 22% upside, but the bear case target is 700, which means a potential 55% downside. Credit Suisse has downgraded Havels to a neutral from outperform. The target price has been cut to 780. They are saying that the stretched valuations are there and the estimate cap upside on growth. They believe Lloyd will face margin and growth pressure post the summer season. HSBC has cut the target price on Madison Sumi to 170 from 233 but maintained a buy. They are saying that the slow car market, currency headwinds and slower ramp up of new plants is causing the big drop that happened in the share price. They acknowledge the concerns but they think they are all in the price right now and see potential for upside surprise. They are saying that the fourth quarter will be slow but they are gearing up for a strong FY20 and 21. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombuckquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all, as always, for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a lovely weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.